Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Here we are. We once are. Again. The queen is dead. She is. Yeah. It's a somber day. A moment in time. It's crazy. It's, it really is crazy. This morning, so I listened to this um, sports radio station in the morning as I get ready. The ticket here in Dallas. I think I've mentioned it before. And yeah. They do like um, at 7.15, they do a little segment that's kind of like news stories. Um, but like, I don't know, just like a little like quick hits of like what's going on in the headlines. And one of them was wondering if the queen was doing really poorly because they were saying she's at home and under medical supervision. And so I'm glad I got that tip off today. Otherwise I would have been, aside from the fact that she, you know, uh, was in her late nineties, I would have or 96. So I guess that's mid nineties. Um, I would have been completely shocked that she passed away, but then I turned on, or I started seeing it on Twitter while I was at work. And then I turned on the TV in my office and I was like, holy cow, mm-hmm. the queen has died. Yeah. RIP to a true queen. Seriously. And she was, I, I, sorry, that's my dog. She's, <laughs> she's apparently found a toy. Um, but I feel like there's been a few maybe false alarms with her or just like times where she's been sick where you're like, Ooh, I don't know. Right. Um, but I was the same as you is I think I had just gotten to the office and I was just like scrolling on Twitter. Um, and I was like, Oh my God, I'm like the queen. And then I'll, and then I felt like very soon after that, they had, you know, they had officially come out with a statement saying that she had passed away, which is, it's just, a true end of like a long era. As my mom said, she had been the queen since my mom was two years old. Cause my mom was born in 1951. So, and my mom is 71. So that's crazy. So crazy. For over 70 years or, or for about 70 years, I guess, 69 years. Um, so yeah, but, um, well, anyway, welcome to the A block. This is just Jacqueline <laughs> Fair. But that's the big thing that's happened today. It's it's September 8th. So if you remember back on your calendar, once you're listening to this, um, it's the day Queen Elizabeth died. Yeah, and um, maybe Haley's just in mourning or maybe she's at the beach. Yeah, we let that bitch have the day to off. <laughs> so, and you know what? It's a real loss for her because I know she would love to talk about the queen because oh, yeah. she's into the royals for sure. But, um, and I'm sure more things will come, you know, follow, I'm sure there's plenty of other things to discuss. So we'll yeah. have to enjoy talking about all this stuff with her. when she's Oh, back. I'm sure for the whole next week, it's going to be all kinds of different things in terms yeah. of paying tribute to her. And we do know that Harry and Meghan were already in the UK for other engagements. And so, and they went to Balmoral today where the queen passed away her home where she summers in Scotland. And so it's very sweet that they were there. It's very interesting that 
she died while they just so happened to be over there. It's like, did she know in some way, was she holding on to know, like to be with her, to see her grandson one final time? I believe that it sounds like Harry probably got there to see her. I'm hoping. Otherwise I just don't want him to have some kind of regret, you know, that totally, you know, I just, and I, I don't know. I'm interested to see what this does for the Royal family. Obviously it's assumed Charles is ascending to the throne. Um, and yeah, much to watch here. Yeah. The Royal space. I, I thought it was interesting that, you know, good. I'm glad that Harry and Meghan went overseas. I, I did think it was kind of interesting that Meghan stayed behind. I don't, Meghan I don't know if here. I, no, but she didn't go see the queen. It was only Harry. Oh, she She's, didn't? Oh, I didn't know. No. That. I didn't call. Okay. I was, I was like, I know she's over, over there. She's right. over there. But they, that event that they were, that her, that the two of them were supposed to do together, they were staying somewhere like in, I forget, but she stayed there and only Harry went to go see the queen. So mm-hmm. I thought that was very, I don't know. I think that, I just thought that was interesting. I don't know if that's, I don't know if like, Megan maybe came, went separately, but it was reported that Harry was by himself to go see the queen. So I think that's interesting. I'm also interested, you know, speaking of Harry and Megan, where their relationship will now stand with the family, because I mean, at least to what we kind of understand, it seemed like Queen Elizabeth was the main tie between yeah you, you know them and just the family and like right because there's obviously a huge rift between him and his dad yeah um and uh stands to reason things between he and William have not been great yeah um so no that's a good point point. and then you know I don't know how he is with his uncles but at least one of them has been banished from the family and or from public life and then the other I don't know if he's close with Edward or what so yeah, it think it seems like with her goes a lot of stability with just their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope that's sad. I hope they can. I hope that they can work it. You know, work it out. You yeah. know, maybe this will. You know, death has an interesting way of bringing people together or or making people realize how silly they've been in terms of. Um, holding grudges, not that some serious things did not happen between everybody in this family, but you know, I would say deep down, they all still have a love for each other. I would hope. And so maybe they can, uh, um, you know, use this as an opportunity to, to turn the page and move forward together, but yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. And yeah, I'm sure there's going to be tons of, um, tributes and different, ceremonies throughout the next week I'm of course I'm sure that's all been planned for like decades to be honest when you're 96 yeah you've had a chance to plan your funeral um so uh it'll be interesting but a true end of an era most people alive have never not seen her as the queen you know so yeah interesting and I they already said King Charles the third I think is he's the third I didn't know that. And um, maybe people out there did. Oh, I didn't realize that either. Yeah. So huh. there you have it. And I've been, I've still been listening to Megan's podcast and it's been, it's been pretty good. Okay. I, I, I haven't gotten it to it yet, but it is like on my list. Yeah. On my list. Yeah. 
I'm going to get to, I think I'm going to get to it this weekend because I'm hoping that the weather is nice and I can go take a walk at the Arboretum and listen to this podcast, listen to like, just get the couple episodes out. Yeah. So far I, I loved, or I really liked the first episode. The second episode was with um, Mariah Carey. They talked about the word diva and I liked it. Okay. Uh I actually haven't finished it. The third episode is about, um, it's called The Singleton and it's her and Mindy Kaling talking about being single and why like a single woman is, you know, maligned in a lot of society and how we're always like, it's, you're an old maid, you're a spinster, whatever. And so, and I haven't finished listening to that one. So um, I like that topic. That topic certainly applies, uh, appeals to me um, as I am single and 36. but it's good. I, I feel like I still am like, I have my same gripes about it as I did the first, after the first episode, but there's still enough about it that I like that I'm willing to, to keep listening and keep hanging on for probably the whole season of episodes. So. Well, good to know. Those are all pretty cool guests. And, and I don't really know, like, I, obviously I know who those three guests are, but I don't know a ton about their personal lives so I think it would like I know some but not very much so I I yeah I'm excited to listen and to not only get to know Megan but just to hear what those ladies have to say yeah they certainly all have like very successful careers and just interesting perspectives that they come from in terms of all sorts of aspects of their identity and experience in life so it's good. And I really like Mindy Kaling. I love the Mindy Project. Did you ever watch the Mindy Project? No, I need to. Oh, it's so good. I loved it. And I've never watched Never Have I Ever, but I hear that's really good on Netflix. And she mm-hmm. wrote that. But I, I really love um, the Mindy Project. Okay. Okay. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. Never Have I Ever is one of those shows. Um, I mean, it, it came out like before the summer I turned pretty but it kind of has the same feeling where it's kind of like cheesy cutesy like teen stuff you know family teen teenage drama but it's cute it's cute yeah I I keep meaning to watch it but just haven't gotten around to it yet yeah so that's pretty much the latest and greatest what's been going on with you I know you're, you're still getting um acquainted with your new job and doing yes, the job there yeah I am so um I get so I, like I, I kind of was telling Claire before we started recording where I'm just like uh when I go into the office I go in around like 8 or 8 30 um so I'm just trying to figure out like when I want to work out, whether I want to work out before work or after I normally like working out before, I don't know. But then I'm like, Oh, that's so early. I don't know. So I'm just trying to figure that out today. I did after yeah, just because I did not, I was just, it, I was up way too late last night and getting up that early this morning was just truly not in the cards for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, sometimes yeah. it is. And sometimes, sometimes it's, it's not. Yeah. Sometimes it's not, but but yeah, I don't know. Other than that, the job is going good. I um, am the director of marketing at a real estate company here in Lexington. So um, 
yeah, I don't know. I'm just like helping them overall with their branding, helping agents with design stuff. And I spent like majority of my day yesterday, like designing all these graphics and everything. And I was like, and then I was like freaking out. Cause I'm like, I have to finish this by the end of the day. And I was like, wait, no, I don't. But I know <laughs> it's so hard to adjust, like going from news into a non news, like non hard deadline every day type is such it's a weird, so weird adjustment of your mindset because there are days still at my job where I'm dealing with that where, and it's like a great thing to have to adjust to. Cause you're like, wait, I don't have to get everything done. It's okay. This will literally, this can wait till the morning. I can prioritize and put this on the back burner and do this tomorrow. Or like, this will still be waiting for me when I come in in the morning and uh-huh. the won't end. It's all good. So yeah, I, every now and then you just have to be like, wake up Claire. It's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be on air at six. Like, <laughs> And even, and even like when I was working for Lee and Haley, like I went through a big adjustment period initially because, you know, like I would call someone or like try to get like someone to meet and they'd be like, Oh, I'm available in two weeks. And I'm like, two weeks. Like, yeah. Well, I want to meet right now. <laughs> or like at four 30, you're like, not four 30, four 30 is the worst time that you can meet me. And <laughs> I know. Same. It's, it's yeah. interesting. Like the whole day is created equal. The whole week is created equal for the yeah. most part, unless you've got deadlines of some sort, but yeah. For so that's a, that's a yeah. nice feeling where you actually have the time to work on things and do uh, the job you want to do, like give it the effort you want to give it rather than giving it the effort that you only have time. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's been good. I mean, and on a, I, I've only been there a week. So, um, yeah, I, at this point, I'm just still trying to like figuring out like how I'm going to do things and how they do things and yeah. like what that workflow um, will look like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so far so good. I, I can't really complain. Yeah. Like I was telling you before we started, just like the adjustments that come with starting a new job are really, it's, I feel like you forget until you go through it every time it happens. You're like, holy cow, I have to really learn how to do everything. And you Mm -hmm. do in a way take for granted, even if you're happy with not being at your old job or whatever, you're like, dang, it is so nice to just like know everything and everyone and at my job. And then having to start from scratch in a way it's nice because you're getting to like set your, your, it's a fresh start, but it's also a fresh start. So you're like, I don't know um, how to do anything. And I don't know how people do things. And And then also you're like, uh, what's that person's name? What do they do? Like, yeah. How long have they been here? Yeah. It's just like, uh, and then, yeah, it's like, there's so many people at this company. I'm just like, they'll come to the office and I'm like, I don't know who that is. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, oh God. I'm like, and then I'm like, wait, am I supposed to know who that is? It's like, oh no. I'm still doing that like nine months into my job. Just so, um, last Friday there was a little reception for someone who is retiring. And so there was quite a few people in this one room and I was standing next to a girl that like I work with kind of, she's one of the people in the office. I like really know. And I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, who is that? Who are they? Tell me who that is. Who's that person? And then she told me today, actually, she was like, you know, there are people who don't know who you are. And I was like, really? Cause again, my office is very big. And so she was like, yeah, at that, she was like, 
she was telling me, yeah, that one girl, she, when you walked away, they were like, who is she? And we all know each other's names. We don't necessarily know what we look like because we'll email or whatever. Um, oh, so yes. even this many we, months down the line, there's, there's plenty of adjusting. Like I just found out this week that, um, and it's like such a disappointment, but I'm like, okay, so I need to like adjust some things. People in the office are scared of me, not because of anything I've done, but just by virtue of, I am the extension of my boss essentially. And so like oh. anytime people hear from me or see me, they're like intimidated. They're scared. You know, they think they look at me as like, I'm their boss in a way. And I'm definitely not anyone's boss. Like I am just kind of like my own little thing in the office. Yeah. Um, but I was like, wait, they're scared of me. And I mean, I'd like, if anything, I'm like the least intimidating person in this <laughs> office. Cause I'm like, <laughs> You're like, wait, I'm scared of you. No, exactly. I'm like, and I'm like always just like, oh, thank you so much. I I mean, I'm not in a position where I feel like I can be intimidating, much less like, would I be intimidating? Yeah. Uh, So that's an adjustment. And one thing I was talking with my mom, uh, not too long ago, we were eating dinner together and, you know, with all the changes that I've detailed, then we go through in life, but like, with moving, especially, um, not having friends, not having a partner, not having like a familiarity at my job. And my mom was just like, you know, it just takes time. And I think it's just been such a realization for me. And then just talking about you starting this new job, how so much in life, there's nothing we can do about it, but let it run its course and let time do its thing. And you can't push it. You can't hurry it. It's just like, this is the way life is. is It just takes time. And I'm trying to remind myself that when things don't feel particularly great, that it'll happen all in its own time, but would like to be able to control that. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's frustrating when you don't have control over when that will happen and you don't know the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. One thing my mom said too, that I could kind of relate to more so when I was a little bit younger. Um, and that's what she was saying too. And I'm wondering if you have, you remember having this feeling or if you still have this feeling is my mom said she remembered being in college and talking with her good friend. And they were just like, they would say, they're always just like waiting on, waiting on their lives to happen, waiting for it to happen, waiting for something to happen. And I, that's just a funny experience to have. Cause it's like, well, no, it's, ha- things are happening right now, but we're mm-hmm. always looking for like, well, when, when's this going to happen? When's that going to happen? When is it, yeah. when do I get to do this? And I don't know. It was just like a little semi deep conversation. My mom and I were having that, I guess, stuck with me a little bit. And I feel like similar to that, when is that going to happen? It's, I feel like similar to that is like, um, oh, when I get to that next step, mm-hmm. that's when I'll be happy. Oh yeah, exactly. But not necessarily just being like, no, like it's going to be okay. Like that might add to my happiness, but that's not going to like, you know, fulfill me in the way that I need to be. I feel like I need to be fulfilled, you know? Well, like, like, this, like, I mean, it's also cliche. We're talking about some pretty basic stuff, but so universal at the same time, like happiness yeah. comes from within. You're not going to get your happiness from an external source. You're not going to get your contentment from an external source. And like, 
I'm so glad. So remember back kind of when I first moved here and when we were first starting to record again, I was doing like my no sugar, no, I was eating really strict and I, I it was a great challenge. I loved the challenge. And one of the reasons why I loved it. And I, cause I feel like I learned so many lessons about myself through it is I did lose probably the weight that I have always thought, oh, if I just lost like these few pounds, everything will change. And you would be happy. I'll be hot. I'll oh. be literally, I won't be able to keep the men away. It will be honestly a problem. <laughs> um, I will look. I feel like everyone is all, like everyone, every woman has had that feeling. Yes. And like, I will look automatically, like infinitely more beautiful. People will like me more and I will be happier. And while I will 100% admit I appreciated the benefits of losing that little bit of weight because it was just something that, yeah, I think I wanted to do. And like, I've kept it off for the most part, but the number one realization I'm glad I found was like, wait, my life did not change. Yeah. And no one treated me better or worse. And that was one of the best feelings for me. And I don't know, maybe some people would be super disappointed by that. But for me, it was like this, like pressure off of like soul when I realized, oh, like no your one, self-value doesn't come from how much yes. you look. And like, no one gives a shit what I look like, you know, yeah. um, and unless of course I'm like harming myself in some way, or I've become massively unhealthy in one direction or the other, but like people are just happy that I'm me. And that was a good feeling. And I like, and that is something that stayed with me. So you know, maybe I'm slow in this life that I'm just learning this at 36, but I'm glad to have learned it. <laughs> and I do need to learn things the hard way. I am a learn by doing person. So consider that done. You know what? I'm the same way. And, um, yeah, I mean, I would totally agree. I think, I feel like I like been through different phases in life where like, you're like, I just need this one thing. And then I'll be like hundred percent happy. And then you get it and you're like, Oh wait, I still don't feel that way. Yeah. Or you're just like immediately on, well, okay. So I got that, but like now I, if I just get, but it's distressed. Really this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. or if I just make more money or if I just do that. And it's like, at the end of the day, we know we, cause we hear it and we're told all the time that no, that's not the way you're ever going to be satisfied. But yeah, sometimes you just have to live it to learn it. And, yeah. Uh, we're just trying to we're just trying to be wise here in our own time. Not always guaranteed, but we try. Certainly not. not. All right. Well, well, let's talk about, talk about the elephant in the room. Did (laughs) Harry spit on Chris Pine or not? (laughs) Thank you. We were all sitting. That's what I've, it's just, I've been too nervous to bring it up. You know, tip of my tongue. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. So you were the person who sent like the tweet with the video to our group chat. So yeah, I was like, guys, (laughs) I know. And so I was looking at it. What was I doing? I was somewhere where I was like unable to, Oh, I was at work or no, No, I don't know where I was. It was, it does not matter, but I need to replace it. It was Monday night. Okay, so I was like over at my parents' house because I went over it my was parents' late, house. And I yeah. remember being like, I really need to go to bed. And I saw this and I was like, oh, hold up, I'm staying up. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what in the world? So the first time, the, uh, upon very first watch, I don't know if my eyes were playing a trick on me or what, but like, 
I very clearly saw spit fly from Harry Styles' mouth onto Chris Pine and Chris mm-hmm. Pine. And mm-hmm. then from every time after that, I never saw spit. <laughs> oh! I was like, I can't see it. And I am now firmly in the camp that I do not believe any spit happened. And I do think maybe it was some kind of like inside joke between the two. And I, yeah, totally. I do believe just having consumed as much content from the don't worry, darling Venice situation uh, as much consuming as much of that as possible. I do think Chris Pine, in my opinion, might've been under the influence of something. (laughs) And so I don't know. I just feel like maybe he was, I don't know. Self-medicating. So I, okay. I think the spit happened. Okay. All right. I, I think it did. But I think that Harry, okay, my theory is that Harry and Chris have, like, a fun, like, silly, dumb friendship where they, like, play pranks on each other. And I think he was, like, pranking Chris yeah. to, like, make Chris, like, I think that Harry knew Chris was, like, uncom- was uncomfortable because obviously, like he, it's very obvious that he was very uncomfortable during yeah. all the all of the you know appearances that the cast was making. So I think Harry was kind of just like poking the bear, knowing that Chris really couldn't react anyway. And I think probably maybe like Chris had an edible before this thing, and Harry knew about it and was like, "I'm gonna fuck with Chris." <laughs> yeah, I definitely think regardless if there was spit, if there was not spit. I do think it, I do not think it was malicious as no, much as I, I want it to be malicious just fun. because it would be so messy if it was I know. malicious, when but it, I, I don't want to believe Harry Styles is a, is a bad guy. So I'm no, okay. I, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think he is. Yeah. Now, so, one of the theories people have been having is that Harry and Olivia are broken up. I don't believe that. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I think they just intentionally were separated to distract from their relationship. So it didn't cast a shadow on everything else. However, why just give us what we want? Just stand next to each other. I mean, they're on the red carpet. They're on the red carpet and Olivia cannot stop looking at Harry. And she's looking at him like a crazy person. I know. Just stand next to each other. Like, just do it. Just give us what we want. That will, if they, what, Olivia does not, and I don't even know if she, I don't even know if saying she doesn't understand is the correct term, but I think if the two of them made their like couple debut while this at like some sort of press appearance for this movie, I think people would, um, you know, the drama with Miss Flo would, would be forgotten slightly. You know, exactly. No, I totally agree. Well, and I mean, I think Brava or Bravo, excuse me, to the spit whole fiasco because that did take away. Some- <laughs> I just mean it. Oh my god, Twitter was so fun that night. <laughs> well, it was. And first of all, a moment of appreciation for Miss Flo, who I love her. I loved her in Midsommar. I loved her. Um, she was in this wrestling movie that I really liked. I just like, I love her. I mm-hmm. her. I watched all of her cooking videos during COVID. I just, there's 
there's something about her that I just find to be endlessly watchable and cool and her showing up in her head to toe purple outfit, drinking her Aperol spritz, looking absolutely unbothered. Yeah. Like this bitch. And did you see her stylist post on Instagram, a a slideshow of her getting ready and titled it Miss Flow. And in the background, you could see all the hair and makeup people were wearing shirts and up on the, where the pocket is, it all said Miss Flow on it. Oh my God. I was like, these people are amazing. I love that nod. Oh my to, god, I didn't even see that. Yes, like so they know. I don't know like, how I missed that. I love that nod to like. She's been she, it, it, like we know she what's knows. been going. Yeah, but like she just went on with and it. I like that she knows. I like that we know that she knows. Absolutely, she's playing it all correct. Like, hundred percent, she, she is. is the number she one got- winner. You and know. she's like the only good thing apparently about this movie. So yeah, it's like, she knows she's right. She's a bad bitch. And she's like, I don't have to do any of the stuff for you guys to know that I'm not the crazy person. So I'm just going to chill and yeah. let them just play themselves out. I want to be so, cool like her. She's like 22 or 23. And I'm just like, how, how can I be like her? Yeah, right. I want to walk into work tomorrow in my head to toe purple short suit and bandeau bra and an Aperol spritz and just be like you can bring whatever you want my way but yeah I can't be bothered so okay wait so when she arrived she she was doing that the the rest of the cast or most of the cast was at that press conference little thing flow not miss flow not flow she was drinking an Aperol spritz and all purple she was getting ready well, with her grandma. I thought the the most interesting clip I saw from that from that press appearance was that the press was asking Olivia about all the drama and whatever. And Olivia basically was like, oh, it's tabloid fodder and I'm not going to give to it because the tabloids feed themselves. And it's like, no, you, you're literally gaslighting us. Yeah. Like you told us that you fired Shia. And then Shia came with the receipts. Right. Like, like, uh, you're not, like, that part of it is not tabloid fodder. Right. It's like, no, there's an actual mess. And yeah, that wasn't the correct response. No. I I, I would say she gave a lot of good responses about everything else and has done a good job with, like, just promoting the movie and, and, and whatever. But yeah, that was not the correct response to say it's just the internet and it feeds it like it, it, it's you know, it feeds itself so I don't need to feed it and yeah. it's like okay well you did because you did an interview with a magazine about the movie and <laughs> I don't know I'm just like okay sure yeah <laughs> yeah um and then okay so a side note I had written down was that I love all of the memes that are coming from Chris Pine sitting at the, the little press conference with his little headphones and his hair, his like shoulder length hair tucked behind his ears. And the his headphones. bob, his, his <laughs> bob and his, his lip injections. I do believe he's got some lip injections. Oh, I think he's got, I think he has lip injections and I think he had a lip flip on the top and bottom lip. I think so too. And I don't know why, but like, I'm very into it. I'm like, you and know like, what? 
I love this whole vibe. I know. I'm like, wait a second. Is he more tragic than ever? I can't. What's happening to me? (laughs) It's always been hot, but for some reason, I'm like, why is he hotter right now? Because I, I think it's just like his, like, it was so obvious that he just didn't give a fuck about any of the drama. And I think that's what like made him hotter in that moment and then now it's like it the memes coming from it are have just been cracking me up yeah they've been great they've been great and his rep has vehemently denied that he was spat on and harry made a joke about it at his concert everybody's moving on as if the spit never happened but you know we'll never forget well i will say this though uh chris's little statement he made about the spit that was a lot of words for just saying Harry didn't spit. Just say Harry didn't spit on me. It was a lot of words. And it, it was, was like four sentences. And like, it was way serious. It was like, okay, can we lighten up a little bit? Like, yeah. Been, there's a lot of shit going on. Why like, can't you just say Harry didn't spit on me? Right. Like your rep is, he needs to take a breath before he writes that email the next time. Believe that down to write a response to someone that was almost that vibe. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to come across as angry. So I'm going yeah. to take, so I'm going to take a chill pill. Yeah. yeah. But it certainly was a gift that just kept giving. That I know. Gift. Truly. I, I really hope, you know, I, I can't tell if all of the press about this movie has made me want to see the movie less or more. Um, but I will say this. I hope they are nominated for every award <laughs> possible. Just so we have to see, interact. we have to continue to see all these people interact. <laughs> that is a great wish. That is a great wish. And I, I don't want, I don't really care if they win or not. I just want them to at least be nominated. So they have to attend these things. And then it's like, Miss Flo arrives drinking a martini and Harry's over here and Olivia's over here. And I'm like, I just, I enjoy it. Like, yeah, I want to, I want to keep eating what we're being fed. Yeah. I don't want this to ever end. Agreed. Agreed. I, as for the movie, I was always going to see this movie. I've been hearing about it for a while. Um, yeah, I feel like I need to see it, but. Yeah. But I will be, I don't know if it has backfired in terms of getting people to actually go see the movie, but in terms of awareness of the movie, I mean, there are certainly far more people aware of it than ever were before. Because like, I'm sure TikTok didn't care about this movie until all this happened. So oh, no. Like, this is, this has been great for that purpose, but, and there is the conspiracy theory that this has all been a marketing type of technique or something, but I do not believe that. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. But I've heard that expressed and I'm like, ah, I think that's, this is a little much. Like, I think some of the drama surrounding the cast has been a little too serious to be quote unquote marketing. Well, and like, it's, I don't think you would want your director to look that bad. Yeah. But like that, no one's, that's not good for anyone. Um, but yeah, in terms of just like tabloid fodder, we thank you. We thank you very much. Thank you for your service. Absolutely. Insert that emoji. That's like, like this. Yeah. The salute. The emoji. <laughs> 100%. 
Um, all right. I'm sure, I, I hope we have more developments to talk about. Uh, re- oh, we, I'm sure there will be something else that happens. Yeah. Um, but on to a little bit of other drama. Yeah, in the Bravo universe. Yes, so moving to our favorite universe, the Bravo universe. Yeah. Vanderpump seems to be primed for a good season coming up. It does. I... I watched on and off last season. Like I really would only, I wouldn't seek it out, but I would watch if it was on mm-hmm. in this season. Like, I know. Same. I haven't, wa- I haven't actually <laughs> in several seasons I've kept up because I listened to a couple podcasts that talk about it. And so I've like been aware, but yeah. now I'm like, okay, well I have to watch because so Sheena got married again. Uh-huh. And we all know if you if you are a longtime pump head, you remember Sheena's first wedding, which really resulted in a lot of beautiful moments that we got um, covered on the show. And so she's had her second wedding, and it seems as though a bit of drama has gone down. Yes, yes. So, um. At first, there was rumors on, <clears throat> so it was in Mexico, I think Cozumel or Cancun or I don't, I don't know, one of those like not sure more popular uh, Mexico cities, um, vacation spots. Well, they, they were um, having the wedding during the week and like a couple days before the wedding was like the bachelor, like bachelorette party. So basically all of their friends were there you know, several days before the wedding, yada, yada, they had the celebration. Well, there's all these pictures on Instagram. And then the next day, there's all these, there's rumors going around um, that Tom Schwartz um, and Raquel had hooked up. Tom Schwartz um, is, uh, was married to um, Katie. And I don't know, are they officially divorced? Or is it still in the process? I don't know. know. That would be like I haven't seen anything about it. Yeah, but I yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They're at least in the process if it's not already finalized. So but yeah. Yeah, they're definitely split up. Um so that was kind of interesting. And then like a day or two later, there um, were more rumors that Katie like wasn't invited to the wedding, but she still went to Mexico and a girl's um, trip. Yeah, for the for a girl's trip. Yeah. Um, and then there was like some comment on Instagram where Brock, who is um, Sheena's now husband, basically clarified and said that Katie was disinvited to the wedding like a few weeks before. Um, and then Katie still decided to go to Mexico for a quote unquote, for the quote unquote girls trip. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think basically she just didn't want to miss out on filming and was like, I'm still going to go like, film, you know, Bravo's paying for this. Like, I'm not going to miss going to Mexico because Katie doesn't want me, you know, because <clears throat> Sheena doesn't want me at the wedding. So that was interesting. Um, and then just kind of like a, um, like a branch off of this drama spe- specifically surrounding Raquel is that um, Oliver Oliver Garcelle's oldest son oh that's right that's right yes Garcelle's oldest son is um 
married to a woman who has a few kids. They had a baby together recently. Um, well, apparently her, they're getting divorced and his future, this, the woman, his future ex-wife, I guess, um, went on this big Instagram rant saying that, um, Oliver has been cheating on her allegedly. Um, and that one of the alleged women was Raquel. Who knows? Um, fun twist of events is yes. that Oliver works at the Vanderpump Rules Garden thing in Vegas. Yes. And so I'm very dubious of all this because they've very clearly been filming everything. I know. I know. I know. So well, it's just like divorce is definitely legit because they've confirmed that they're splitting up uh, Oliver and yes. his wife. Everything yes. else, I'm just like, what's really going on here? Yeah. It's like, it's like, is the wife just like are they friends and is she wanting to start drama like I don't I don't really know like how much truth you know really that there is to like that whole situation um Garcelle's son Oliver hasn't said anything but I just think just the tie of that is into this is very interesting yeah um and I saw that on Instagram and I was like what <laughs> yeah I, know, I saw the same thing and I was like what is going like, what's on what's um, yeah, so, and then allegedly, um, from another, like, Bravo account on Instagram, they were saying that apparently there's, like, rumors going around that there was some, like, filmed fight between Tom and Katie, um, you know, surrounding Tom hooking up with Raquel, um, and then Raquel came out, I think the most recent thing I saw about the whole situation was Raquel basically said she didn't regret it, so. Well, I just hope the what's been captured on camera is as compelling as all this drama that we're seeing i know like i hope this stuff is actually on camera and it's not another bravo show of all the cast arguing about things that happened off camera right that we never i'm sick of it to hear about yeah yeah so but or have they manufactured all this drama to get us to watch probably because it's all far too convenient but like fine Suck me in. Oh, I'm I'm watching. I'm yeah. watching now for sure. Yeah. Also, I really want to. I mean, Lala is single now because her and Randall, Katie's like. I'm very interested to see Lala single, Katie single. I guess Tom Schwartz now is single. Like, how is that all going to play? Is Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval like? Is their friendship going to benefit from Katie not being in the picture the same way? I don't know sucks I just can't he's such a man child and then last season from what I understand the Toms and Ariana suck kind of a mess yeah yeah well I'm (sighs) interested for better or worse I'm interested same me too so more bravo excitement we've got lots of housewives on the horizon so oh yes We've had two trailers drop. Potomac and Salt Lake City. Yes. Out of the two, which one are you more excited for? Potomac. I know. (laughs) I mean, those women, they understand what they need to do. They know. Yes. I mean, I put a couple topics next to each little city and next to Potomac. All I said was chef's kiss. I mean, they 
are the most professional housewives. I mean, they know what they're doing and I love it. Like it's so entertaining, all of them. It's unreal how, especially, I'll start with Ashley Darby. This woman, she puts her entire life on front street, the way, things that have gone down with her husband. We truly owe her our, like a debt of gratitude. The woman has served and served and served delicious reality television. And so this season on Potomac, she'll be uh, kind of going through her divorce, but then through the trailer, it sounded like then they're getting a house together. I mean, I'm like, what's going on? And then oh, she yeah. are maybe friends. And then-, and then I know I'm just like, I'm wondering if they were like going to separate and then decided to like get back together, like buy a house. And then now they're going to like divorce because it seemed like she was like, you can't be a dad. You know, remember um, the uncle was like, oh, you can't be a dad and like not be around. Uncle Lump is my fave. Yes. <laughs> Rise up, Uncle Lump Hive. I'm in it. <laughs> I love Uncle Lump. Um, yeah, I, I just, I can't wait. There, Potomac is always entertaining. I mean, Karen Huger is a comedian for the generations. Like the woman is hysterical to watch for better or worse. I personally love Giselle. I love her. I love, I just love all of them. Yes. They're all great. And the everyone seems to have a little bit of drama going on and they just commit. They commit in a way that the other seasons could learn from. I, I gotta say, I'm so interested to see what happens between Candace's husband and um, the other ladies. Yeah, um, you know, something goes down. He's always given me the heebie-jeebies. Oh, I don't um, like him, but... And I'm not a fan of Candace. Yeah, Candace is a so, I don't know. I think she's kind of due. She's due for some karma. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, see what happens. I'm very much excited. And it'll be like the colder months. We'll have Potomac. We'll keep you warm. It'll be cozy and wonderful. (laughs) And then we'll have Salt Lake City, which is starting very soon. Yeah. And we're going to see the whole Jin Shaw debacle unfold. Okay, wait. So let me ask you this. So... I can't, I, I was trying to remember like in the previous year, like last year, did, did last year, did Potomac start before Salt Lake City? Cause I feel like it did, but I don't, I don't know. I never like looked up the dates. I don't have that. Kind because of- I saw that there was a theory because for a while people were like, well, where's the Potomac trailer? Where's the Salt Lake City trailer? And then Salt Lake City came out, but then Potomac kind of took some more time. And then, so now I've seen that people are saying that they're releasing um, Salt Lake City before Potomac so they can finish airing the season before Jen Shaw gets sentenced in November. Oh, they're trying to uh, like get it all in and like well, maybe I mean, that would have make- the reunion like after she gets sentenced or like, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but I just allegedly that's the, that's the theory bopping around. 
well, I would buy that. I don't know if that's true. And I don't remember that timeline from last year, but I mean, that's certainly a huge event that will be happening. So uh, to schedule around it in some capacity would be, I think, very understandable. Yeah. Um, Either way, I'm just, I'm so excited because my three favorite franchises have been lately Beverly Hills, Salt Lake City, and Potomac. And so Uh to go back to back to back with them is just like, thank God what I live for. (laughs) We're here. I, I gotta say, I'm shocked that there's a little bit of drama between Heather and Whitney. It seems like, yeah. Um, but I'm interested to see like what that's all, I don't know what it's all about. I know. Was it just editing on the trailer? Yeah. You know, the trailers can be deceiving and like, yeah, just offline that like Heather, has a black eye in the trailer and we definitely think that's like a misdirect like that this black eye is really not the result of like what they want to fight Dinshaw or Whitney hitting her like no no I'm sure she like had too much tequila and was like trying to pole dance and like fell yes I I mean maybe we'll be surprised but I do not think I I think we would have already heard about it as well if something more um salacious had happened but either way much to look forward to with those two seasons and those two cities and I feel blessed because you know as we move into these darker months I will need things to look forward to yeah both of those are the lights <sighs> yeah the darker months the sun setting so early I will need a bright light yeah and that's gonna be the bright light it absolutely absolutely And then Beverly Hills continues to, it's like finally ramping up. We're getting into like what I've been wanting to to see the whole time, which is this trip to Aspen and yeah, there. So, and it's Aspen, right? Yes. Yeah. It's Aspen. I always get Aspen Um, confused. I know. I know. Um, so I got, so I only caught the, like, second half of this week's episode um yesterday so um but I will say uh the parts that I saw it was basically Erica was just like on one saying that she doesn't care about anyone else but herself and um it looks like this trip at least the beginning of it was filmed right around um, when we found out about those, like, I think the earrings were like 1.4 million, you oh, know, yeah. she had those and like, so they go on the trip knowing about these earrings and blah, blah, blah. So they like start discuss. they like brought it up to her and she was like, well, I don't care. She's like, I don't know. She's like, I'm not giving, she basically was like, I'm not giving them back unless the court tells me I have to. And got defensive and then, you know, just was like, well, you know, we don't even know if money was stolen from them and we don't even know if there's actual victims. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really bad. It was not a great look. And then like, everyone was just kind of like, uh, what? And it was mainly Garcelle and Crystal and Sutton her usual, saying stuff to her, to her face. And then in the middle of this conversation, Diana goes to Garcelle and um, 
Crystal and Sutton and is like, oh, well, if you guys are so concerned about Erica's earrings, why don't you give, why don't you donate to the victims? <laughs> and I'm watching this like, what? Venus logic <laughs> is bizarre. Diana, that's literally, that's not the, that's literally not the point. It's not that they just need money from all these different people. It's that they were entitled to money that the court awarded them. And, and it was, and it was stolen from them and stolen from them. Like, yes. But like, and the whole point is that it was proven that it was stolen, but now they're just trying to figure out where, where it went. (laughs) I was just like, Diana, this is the point. And you're literally missed. That's not the point. Yeah. I don't know. So then, and then um, I saw today on Instagram that Diana started a foundation to donate to the Lions Air victims. Well, good for her. So good for her. She's doing the Lord's work. Um, the season's pretty good. You can, and, uh, this week too, you can kind of see the tension building between Kyle and Kathy. Kyle is just like continuously teasing Kathy in front of like the rest of the group. And Kathy tries to get the girls to try um, the tequila that her daughter Nikki has invested in. And the girls are like, I don't drink tequila. And then, and everyone's like, I don't know. It's just like they were just adamant about not taking a shot of it. And then in the trailer for next week, you see Lisa Rinna being like, oh, well, I, um, do you, they're like at a bar and Lisa Rinna's like, oh, do you guys eight? It's my friend Kendall Jenner's tequila in, mm-hmm. in front of Kathy. So then Kathy like gets mad and it's like, what the hell? And, you know, and then you can kind of hear her saying like, and Kyle's just saying they're not even saying anything. So it's, int- I'm, we're getting there. We're almost there. I feel like they're going to leave us on a cliffhanger again next week, but um, I don't know. I'm just interested to see what actually happens. I, I yeah. <laughs> I, and these I, girls I, are bullying Sutton. They're bullying her. They are definitely bullying her. It's been frustrating to watch in many ways, but I'm enjoying it. And I just, yeah, I mean, like, I don't really, if they bulk of the drama, like, let's get to it. I'm tired of the drama being them bullying Sutton. I want to see, I know, because apparently these, something scandalous happens in Aspen. So I'm like, let's do that. I want to do that. I'm ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and I honestly, like, I feel bad for Sutton that the girls are bullying her. But like you said, I literally, I don't know what else would ha- would be happening in the show if they weren't bullying her. Yeah, you know? nothing. Like there's really drama. Yeah. Besides all of them arguing with Erica about the same stuff with her, you know, with these lawsuits and everything. I, Erica's just simply too much for me. The last, I know it's a lot. I'm just like, thing. I'm like, I don't know. Nothing feels genuine, and she just seems. I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan. Of her. No, same. And um, Lisa Rinna, I used to feel kind of indifferent about her, like. Don't, didn't love her, didn't hate her, but I could understand that she's like, you know, good for the show, good for TV, like brings some drama, starts some shit, stirs the pot. And this season, I'm just like, yeah, huh? Yeah. Like if it was anyone else, if anyone else in the cast did this and it wasn't Erica, she would be like questioning them all yeah. over it. 
I know. And that's just, it's hard to ignore that situation where it's like, you guys are turning a blind eye because it's Erica. And like, when in reality, I don't buy that any of y'all are that good of friends anyway. So why are you like riding so hard for her? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that does. It just doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And then you've been watching Atlanta. I have not been watching Atlanta, but yeah. So I've been watching. Okay. So I will say this. I haven't, I haven't watched every episode of Atlanta, but I've watched most and I know kind of what's like going on. Um, and I will say the season is pretty good. Um, they brought on, so Marlo has been a friend of for years and she finally has a peach. Um, and I mean, like she's been on since like, she's been a friend of since like the first couple seasons. Yeah. Of this been around in the, in the, universe. in the group starting, starting drama for forever. Well, now that she has a peach, everyone's not really like because she's being kind of mean to all the other girls. And then she's got a lot of drama going on with her immediate family. Um, her sister has like um, some serious, heavy, um, you know, mental health issues plus going on. And she has, Marlo has custody of her sister's kids at the moment. Um, and they like suddenly are living with her. And it's, there's just like a lot, there's a lot going on with her right now. Um, but the season is pretty good. They have, and they have a new, another girl that's added to the cast. Her name is Sonia and I cannot remember her last name, so I'm sorry, but she is an Olympian. Oh, um, she ran track and she's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like a very interesting Sonia. Fuck, I can't, I can't remember her last name. I know. Um, um Dang it. I know it. I know. I don't know. I know. I like, but now that you said she's an Olympian and hold on, Sonia, because I remember when they announced it, it was a big deal that she was going, that she was going to be like cast on it. What is her name? Sonia Richards Ross. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But she, she's been, she's been, um, she's been a good addition to the cast overall um Sheree is back she is an iconic like one of the original people on the show and um originally you know she was like I'm gonna start this you know this that's called she by Sheree we used to talk about for years and years and years and years yeah. like she by Sheree it's coming it's coming and everyone's like well when is it gonna be here da, 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 da. so then she comes so this season is like her like her comeback to Real Housewives of Atlanta she's like the whole season it's been her trope she by Sheree is coming there's gonna be a fashion show blah blah blah, blah. well we get this drop she by Sheree it's out you can buy it okay and the sets are like, okay, first off, it's really not that cute. If I'm going to be really nice, it's really not that cute. And then also like the top and the bottom is like $150 and you, and then people are like, you can buy the same exact set on Sheen or Sheen or whatever the hell, however you say it. But so people were just like, what? Like we waited how many years for just, you know, like a replica? (laughs) Sheree, it's been a mess from the beginning. So honestly, I commend her for staying 
the course and, I know. and being true to brand in terms of being just a total flop, but like also after all this time, Sheree, after all this time. Okay. It's like, why can't, why couldn't she just do like a collaboration with like Fabletics? Yeah. I haven't seen a housewife crossover like quite like that. So probably. Well, I don't know. I mean, or like just like. uh, Do a crossover with Sheehan. Like, and then you guys have, it is a charade by Sheehan type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so just like some sort of crossover where like, you're just like a collaborator and not totally responsible for the line. Yeah. More things. I I don't know. But I thought that was interesting. Um, very funny because that's been you know her thing for a while so I do feel bad that it wasn't successful like I think she was hoping it was but you know hopefully she will come back better I don't know I don't know if this is the end for she by Sheree I have no idea we will certainly see it documented I have to think. I will tell yes yeah so lots of good uh eaten in the housewives universe if you are someone who cares yeah. Jacqueline wrote on our outline that we could talk about books we've read. Um, and I have read exactly zero books. Um, <laughs> like I have been in a true reading dry spell. I am currently trying to read something. It's called uh-huh. the elimination and I'm trying to read it and that's okay. It. Um, but I quite literally, I have cracked a couple books and have not gotten past like probably 20 pages in any of them. And so recently I've just, I haven't even been trying. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to take some time off. And when I feel again, I will read again, but right now I'm not reading. So if you have any, you want to talk about, please be my guest. Okay. I'm looking through my little, my Goodreads here. Um, Okay, so if you're looking for a thriller, okay, um, a flicker in the dark by Stacey Willingham. Mm-hmm. It is. It's really good. Okay, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's about this um, girl who is the daughter of a serial killer. Ooh. Who is um and. Um, it's in a town in Louisiana. Okay. Um, he is in prison and the killings start happening again. Um, and she is a psychiatrist and one of, and someone she knows is a victim. Um, and it kind of like, it's, it's really good. Okay. It's really good. Um, I highly, highly recommend. And just a fun fact about that book, that author, it's the author's debut book. And oh, like, cool. I mean, the bar cannot be higher. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And I, it's like, a, it's a quick, it's an, it's an easy read. Like you will be addicted and fly through it. Okay. Um... Let me see. What else did I read? Um, oh, I read this other book, um, The Last House Guest by Megan Miranda. Mm-hmm. That's another thriller. 
it's like thriller, thriller, drama, mystery, family, drama vibes. Um, but Megan Miranda um, is the author that wrote All the Missing Girls. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, yeah, but I, I really enjoy her books. Uh, but this one and All the Missing Girls are probably like my top two favorite. But this book was really good. It's basically about this girl on the coast. Um, I think it's in somewhere in the Northeast. I want to say Maine. I can't remember. Um, but, but she, her best friend is like murdered and she has to like figure out who it is. And the, the family is like very affluent and it's like a whole, but it's, it's, it's really good. Okay. Highly recommend that. Um, and then if you're looking for like a lighter book, um, I just finished over the weekend, I read Love and Other Words by Christina Lauren. Okay. And that book was really cute. Okay. Yeah. It's about this girl. Um, she is, it's another like teenager drama. Um, but it's about this girl. She loses her mom when she's young. And so, and her mom writes her all these letters, um, her and her dad, these letters on how to like handle her um, different life things that happen that the mom knows she's going to, that she's going to miss. And one of the things that she requests is that the dad gets, you know, like a vacation home or something and like takes her out of town every once in a while. So when they take her out of town, she, um, their little vacation place, she like, she falls in love with like the boy that lives next door. And it bounces back from like when she was a kid to present day. Mm -hmm. Um, it's cute. It's cute. Fun. It's definitely not. I like Christina Lauren because I think they're the love stories that those who write are more realistic and less, but they're very realistic compared to like Colleen Hoover. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, the Colleen Hoover books are great, but they are like, holy cow. These are some it's insane like, situations. These are psychotic relationships, but it's, it was, yeah, it's really, it's loving. It's really good. So, um, well, those are some solid recommendations. Yes. Those are my, those are my latest recommendations. Um, oh, one other one. It's a series. If you're looking to read like a series, it's called Finlay Donovan is killing it. Okay. That's real. That's it's cute. It kind of reminds me of what is that show? It's on Netflix, but it's that show with Christina Applegate and the brunette girl and they accidentally kill someone. Yes. It kind of, this, this book kind of reminds me of that where it's like, which by the way, I think there's another season of that because I love that show. I know there needs to be more, but if you like that show, I honestly, Claire, I think you should read the Finlay Donovan is killing it. The first one. I think you should read that. Okay. It's about this girl. She's a writer. Um, and she writes mystery, like thriller romance books. And she's at a coffee shop over being overheard talking to like her agent and is mistaken for a, um, a hit woman. 
Ooh, interesting. And then gets like wrapped up in the drama. And then there's a second book and they're both really good. Okay. okay. So those are just some entertaining, but they're, it's different. I will say that, but they're pretty good. Well, I appreciate the recommendations. Maybe that'll be what hooks me back into reading. Cause yeah, yeah. I have not been at a place of reading lately. I know it happens, but I do like to read. I just have not. And those are books I've I've read over the past like three months. Yeah. So I don't know, but those are like my, I think just looking at my list on Goodreads, those are my, like my top, my faves. Um, yeah. As of recently. Well, very good. Well, should we move on to Karen favorite thing? Claire. Hopefully you can get back into reading. Yes, that would be a good thing. That would definitely be a good thing. But you know what? I'll take it as it comes. What's your, um, what's your favorite thing of the week? So my favorite thing of the week is not really like a thing, but it is something <laughs> that I did. Um, this past Sunday, um, I had been invited to go to this party that um, a friend of mine that I grew up with was holding. Uh, and I'd been invited like a couple months ago and I was like very excited as someone who doesn't have like a whole lot of plans and doesn't get invited to do a whole lot. Um, I was just like thrilled to have something on the horizon and it was at my friend Joe Zavala's barbecue called Zavala's barbecue in Grand Prairie. Uh And it's very good barbecue. If you're ever in Texas, they've been voted like in the top 10 of best barbecue in the state. And I grew up with him. We went to middle school together. And he and his wife own this place and they have a little Memorial Day bash every year. And um, he invited me to that, which this year was raising money for the Zavala Family Foundation, which um, helps raise money for especially like people in the service industry who are undergoing cancer treatment. uh, Because Joe, who is my age, um, was diagnosed with cancer about two years ago and is still undergoing very serious treatment. And, um, he saw firsthand just how expensive it is. And a lot of people in the service industry may not have like the best benefits and, uh, or the, the structure in place to be able to take appropriate days off and still provide for their family, et cetera. So this was like a great, um, cause, but then more so it was just so much fun to see him and his wife, who also went to middle school with us, and um, also one of my very close guy friends from elementary and middle school, um, Ryan and his little brother, and they're all married, they all have kids and everything, but it was so much fun to see these guys that I was really close to at a certain time in my life. And then I went to a different high school, so we kind of um, just didn't see each other as much, and I was nervous about going to this party, and Um, it just ended up being really sweet and special to spend some time with these guys and talk with them. And actually my mom was there. Um, that was so fun. Yeah. And so, and my mom of course knew all these boys when they were little boys. So it was just like a sweet little like um, nostalgic day. Yeah. And it was back in my hometown, which I don't do a whole lot in my hometown socially. So, um, it was neat. So that was my favorite thing. And my self care, uh, I was thinking about this earlier today when I was driving. I was like, what is my self-care? And I'll just be really honest. I haven't really been doing any self-care lately. Um, probably over the last- Sometimes self-care is doing nothing. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I've been, 
especially this week, uh, my days have been incredibly full and busy. Work is very, um, very stressful right now. I yeah, you were at the office even late today. Yeah, I was there late today. And then on Wednesdays now till Thanksgiving, I'm there till at least nine o'clock. So last night I was there to like 9 30, 9 45. I was back there at eight this morning. And then um until after the November election, my work life is just gonna be a bit more stressful. And so I'm just trying to get through it. Get through it, honestly. And I made my day. Yes. And all that being said, I'm actually enjoying I I I really have had these thoughts um, the last couple of days of, I really love this job. I love it. I love the people I work with. Um, I love what we do. I have the best boss I've ever had. It's just like, oh, Claire, really great in that way, but it's also incredibly stressful, but it's stress that I'm like willing to put up with because I do like all these things. And my boss is an elected official and I really care for him and like really want him to succeed because and and I want him to get reelected um Mm -hmm. what he's doing he's a good person um and so I'm very invested but there's definitely an added layer of pressure when you're dealing with like that and and like the um the implications of everyday decisions and how that can uh, affect things um but yeah, so I can't say that I'm doing a lot of self-care. In fact, I do need to do one thing that's in the vein of self-care and that's like take some pressure off of myself uh, in terms of like social plans and dating and all that. Like, I just need to remind myself, like we said at the top of the podcast, that all that takes time. And, you know, I've got other things I probably need to explain put my energy towards right now. And so I just need to relax and not be so hard on myself about certain things, but yeah. So right now, self-care has been like a little MIA, but at the same time, being aware that, you know, I'm doing what I can is its own version of self-care. So yeah, there you have it. Yeah. And I, I think also a a version of self-care of that too, is just, being aware that you maybe are feeling overwhelmed in certain areas and just accepting that and letting yourself feel that. And then just being like, okay, so I'm not going to put pressure on A, B, and C because I'm feeling pressure on D. So I'm just going to like take a deep breath. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely just kind of balancing things and having an understanding of what I need to worry about right now. Um, but you know, all in all things are, are okay. And that is a good thing. So how about you? Um, well, my favorite thing of the week is, so I've been, um, you know, in and out of Trader Joe's in the past, you know, I feel like we always like find random things and, you know, chat about it, but, um, for like a month or two, I would say probably maybe even more than two months there. Um, they did not have the brown sugar, um, flavored creamer, the oat milk one. And I was there yesterday and they have it again. So I'm very excited about that because now I can make my little, my very own chicken espressos at home with the brown sugar. Cause it's my favorite flavor. Um, and I don't know, I like the flavor of that creamer. So 
I was very excited. I literally was like, <gasps> so I'm sure people just were like, okay. When <laughs> <laughs> I saw it, <laughs> I saw it was restocked. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I, it's a little thing sometimes, you know? It is. No, and that creamer is really good. And just on oh, that, good. I saw I am. Um, a little notice today that um, Trader Joe's is going to have, I don't know if it's like hit our Trader Joe's yet, but like some Instagram account I follow. So there was that lavender um, non-dairy beverage, like milk. It's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's like an oat milk type substance. I think it's stored on a shelf, not in the refrigerated section. And it was lavender flavored. They had okay. it like summer. Well, they're coming out with a maple one. And I'm like, tell me. <gasps> oh, I saw, I've seen that on Trader Joe's like Instagram account. Yes. And so I'm, the next time I go, I'm a, oh shoot. Okay. Sorry. Um, I just got a text from my boss. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> Is it urgent? It's, it's not that bad. Um, he, I think everything's fine. And okay. I think he's actually incorrect about something. So we're all good. Um, but <laughs> uh, doesn't, doesn't matter. I'm still going to almost crap my pants. Anytime I get a text from my boss at eight 30. Oh, I would, I would yeah. too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the maple, like non-dairy beverage or whatever that's going to be coming out. I'm like, I will be purchasing that. Um, so anyway, sorry to talk about to Trump. No, I no, I'm glad you did because I've seen that too, but I did not know that it was not in the refrigerated section. So, um, I will probably be going back to Trader Joe's this weekend because I was only there the other day to get one a salad for lunch and to make something for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm totally out of groceries, so I will probably be back there uh, tomorrow. So. Maybe yeah. even so I will look in the non-refrigerated in the pantry area for that milk or whatever it is. I know um, it's definitely in the pantry section. Okay. Well, I'm glad to know that it's there because I, I would not have looked, I normally don't look in that area. So be on the lookout. I will. I'll have to be, I will be fully aware. Um, my self-care of the week is sleepy time tea. I go through like spurts where like, I will drink this every day for like two months and then I won't drink it for like a month. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm in the spot where I'm back in on it. All right. Yeah. You know, it's finally not like a hundred degrees out. Um, yeah. Tea definitely. At at least here. So Yeah. I don't know. It's like one of those things where I'm just feeling cozy on the couch. I'm watching TV and that's why I start drinking. Well, very good. I, I need to get back into the habit of um, drinking my hot tea because it is like a, a cozy little ritual, but yeah, when it's hot, it's, it's hard. It's like gross. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I'm hot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I only started, started it. I think Sunday or Monday because it finally wasn't super hot at night um at least here so you know it's it's actually is cooling down here as well so I I can't fully complain not too much but more than it has been but these last couple nights I've actually had trouble going to sleep um and so maybe tonight I should have a a little tea to wind me down or something The, the sleepy tea would probably help yeah yeah so 
little wind down to consider. Exactly. Um, well, dang, I think that that about does it. Don't you? Yeah, that does it for us this week, I think. All right. Well, maybe next week we'll all be back together. We are recording on a different night in general because of my Wednesday night commitment. So yes. Um, so I think going forward, we record on Tuesdays. Yes. So yeah. we record Tuesdays. That means you'll get the episode next week. And, um, for the um, undetermined future on Wednesdays. The undetermined future. I enjoy that. <laughs> well, all right. Thanks Thank you for listening. listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the A Block Pod or email us at the A Block Pod at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Give us questions, comments, reviews, ratings, rate, review, subscribe, help boost us up in the iTunes store. And um, we'll be back here with you next week, one way or another. Thank you so much again for listening. I appreciate it. Um, And we finished the podcast just in time for me to take Lexi out. So I think that's (laughs) better timing than that. No, no, it does not. All right. We'll talk to you soon. We love you. Have a good weekend, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.